Hello and welcome back to the No Limits podcast with Rick. Hope you are having an amazing start to 2024 thus far and hope you have enjoyed your New Year's period, enjoyed your Christmas period. And for anyone that sent through a birthday message on my birthday, thank you very much. It's been a nice start to 2024, first week back full with check-ins. Um, always have a little bit of a... Um, bit of a mental crisis anytime usually around the uh christmas new year's period i usually send a message out to my clients and, and suggest like look guys if you're you know enjoying your time with the family if you're away check-ins are, are optional and i just take it as a time to sort of refresh as most humans do and um, if you're an online coach too or just a personal trainer as well um, definitely is important for us to take some time off like any other occupation because it allows us to get fresh, get excited. And all I needed was like, I think it was like 10 days and, and back in business. So first full week back in check-ins, back on the journey for 2024 and super excited for what's to come. Got a few competitors coming up over this year, which will be super exciting. Got a lot of awesome fat loss transformations, a lot of big build phases coming up and definitely going to be a little bit more proactive sharing the coaching journey over my social media this year. Um, I feel like I probably shared a bit more of just my own personal stuff, which I know for sure, like if you follow me on social media, you're probably more interested in what I'm doing, but I think it's always good to share the client journey, share what my clients are going through. So you guys who aren't clients have a better insight with, you know, what are, what's involved with online coaching? Because sometimes I feel like, um, it can seem a bit odd, not odd, but it can seem a bit strange with how coaching actually works because a lot of coaches do things differently. So I want to provide more clarity with that. So that's one of my goals for 2024. And first podcast of the year, I feel like is probably a little bit well suited to this time of year with the you know fresh start, new year, new me sort of. Um, giving us our time to sort of reflect a little bit with a little bit of reduced work, I assume, for you and, you know, mapping out or just planning ahead in your minds how you'd like this year to go, the sort of person you'd like to be, the goals you'd like to achieve and and the way you want to look back this time next year and, and like how much progress you've made because it's crazy how much can be achieved in a 12-month period Um it's crazy to think like how much has changed over the past 12 months. Like it's, um, it's very interesting how quickly things can change. So one of the biggest fears as well for myself, and I feel like you might be, be quite similar is that fear of looking back after a year and be like, not much has changed. Um, and that's why, like, I, I always try, you know, talk about my mindset in regards to like that as much as it's not, reality like and I push back on a little bit like that one percent better every day like of course there's going to be days where we, we go backwards of course there's going to be days where we maybe just hold of course there's going to be days where things completely go against us we give it our best effort but we might not have improved on the previous day but that goal of consistent progression that goal of consistently getting better you know mental health physical health all the you know relationship stuff work life all that stuff. So I definitely try to always keep that in mind because I feel like oftentimes if we stay complacent, 
it's actually not that we're staying the same. Oftentimes that might mean we're going backwards. Now, not to say that, you know, maintaining or, you know, your physique goals always need to be number one and there's not validity to, you know, maintenance periods where we just sort of hold things where they're at. And that's definitely something that I do encourage, you know, two to three times a year having like a dedicated maintenance phase, especially when your goal is like optimal physique development, but also enjoy having a little bit less intensity with your goals. I think it's a great refresher, but into today's topic, finally, um, we're going to be discussing something that I have noticed over the years with clients, potential clients that I've worked with less so currently to be honest, I think as I've grown as a coach, the caliber of clients I've worked with has definitely leveled up. And I find this mindset isn't much of an issue, but is something that still comes up here and there. And as always, we have our past habits that can sometimes crop up over our journey. And oftentimes having a coach there to remind you of that is very useful. But early days, I definitely didn't notice it was a thing and something that I definitely, early days in my fitness journey, probably fell victim to. And that's the illusion of a clear run and the perfect time. Maybe you've been in this position before where you've got a goal, you really want to get started on it, but it's just not the right time. And you want to wait until everything is just perfect. You got no cousins, friends, dogs, birthday. You've got no extra work tasks, you've got the perfect sleep routine, you've got the perfect morning routine, you've got all your meals prepped and you just need everything to be absolutely pristine perfect before you get started. And you need everything to stay exactly the same, predictable, so you've got a clear run and you'll smash it because that's how it works. Everything needs to be perfect. We need the perfect time and we need the perfect clear run. Of course, I'm going to, over this podcast, explain why that might be a limiting mindset and potentially a mindset that might be, in a way, reacting to the resistance of change. Because, yes, oftentimes when we are aiming to make a positive change, whether that be with our physique, with our habits, living a healthier lifestyle, maybe cutting out you know, alcohol, maybe cutting out party drugs or whatever, it can be a bit scary because maybe you form the identity as the maybe guy that you go out to dinner and you just eat all the food, you can skull a jug of beer and and that's your identity. And then you realize that you don't feel great. You look in the mirror and you're unhappy with what you see and you want to make a change. And that can be a bit scary because, well, everything that we don't actually know how it's going to go can be a bit nerve wracking. Oftentimes, I like to reinforce that action alleviates anxiety. And oftentimes, things are much scarier before you do get started in them. But I feel like this waiting for the perfect time and waiting for a clear run is a almost avoidance procrastination technique where it's almost like you're not saying I'm not doing it. It's like I'm just waiting. And this can be pretty flawed. Now, first off, it's good to discuss like the importance of mindset. Because now I've been in the gym since I was 15, turned 28 last Friday. So what's that? Can't do maths. 13 years. So 13 years in the gym. Now, past couple of years, my 
knowledge on training, nutrition, lifestyle has improved, but it hasn't been like as drastic as it was in the earlier stages. But what has improved a lot over the past couple of years has been my mindset around this stuff. And this has correlated towards much greater progress, much greater peace of mind, much greater managing challenges, obstacles, circumstances that don't go my way. And the mindset is something that allows you to persevere through these tough times. The mindset is what helps you keep going when maybe those thoughts come to your mind where it's like, what's the point? This isn't for me. I don't like this. I want to just do whatever. I want to just, you know, eat intuitively. I want to just, you know, train here and there. And, and that's okay if those are your goals. But I assume if you listen to this podcast, like optimal physique development is, is something you're after. Um, and your mindset is as much as like, I don't want to sound like full hippie vibes and just be like, it's all in your mind, man. Like, of course, we need to have a clear plan of what needs to be done, actions that need to be taken. And the mindset is what can help, especially with, you know, self-belief, avoiding the trap of comparison, controlling what can be controlled and weathering the storm of challenges that come your way. Um, and the mindset is something that often is overlooked. I think like a lot of the questions I get, like when I put on my story Q and A's are about like supplements, certain training protocols, certain nutrition things. And, and yeah, of course they're all valid questions and I expect them, but I very rarely get questions about mindset. And from my years as a coach, and maybe you've been in similar positions yourself where maybe you've noticed that there was a period in your life where things got a bit much and your mind started telling you those stories of like, oh, just take it easy, you know, just leave it, don't, don't push yourself. And then maybe that carried over to like a year of just taking it easy. And then you look back after a year and you're like, fuck, I could have moved forward. I could have probably, you know, not held back that much. But when the mindset sometimes gets in the way, it can take over. And like the mindset of like in a fat loss phase, for example, like you're, you're hungry. You're thinking about food. No shit. You're in an energy deficit. You're eating to lose body fat. So your body, it's a good thing. It shows your body's doing what it's supposed to do, trying to keep you alive. So if we're eating in an energy deficit, it's going to be hungry. But being able to delay that gratification, I put this on my story the other day, like I ate my last meal of the day way too soon. I think I ate at like five o'clock. Usually I eat at like seven and I go to bed at like 8.39. So then I had to like go in a sauna to just like chill out a bit, but also used my mindset of like, look, if you eat that, another bowl of cream of rice, one, you're not being a great example to your clients. So how dare you, you know, provide feedback for your clients about their nutrition, how they can improve, and then you're doing the complete opposite. And that, well, my goal at the moment is to get leaner. I know over time, I eventually want to build more muscle and... With that, I need to spend more time in a growth phase than a fat loss phase. So by me having that another bowl of cream rice is just going to drag out this fat loss phase longer than it needs to be. And then that means less time in a growth phase. That means less progression with my muscle growth over time. So mindset is definitely probably one of the most underrated parts of the fitness journey. But I think a lot of people maybe push back against it because, yeah, it can get a bit airy-fairy, but... Resilience, perseverance, strong mindset, stoicism are all very, very positive things. 
a book that comes to mind here is Man's Search for Meaning or The Happiest Man on Earth. Both very similar reads, both about some traumatic life experiences, but the power of our mindset. So I would highly recommend them. Man's Search for Meaning and The Happiest Man on Earth. Pick one or the other, both, whatever, audiobook, book. Um, and you'll definitely get some great key intakes or insights into how much mindset can be really, really powerful there. So my expectation with the expectation effect was I used to always think that I needed to train at a particular time. When I was younger, for some weird reason, I always trained in the afternoon. Morning sessions are the best. You can't change my mind. Um, I'd always want to train at like 5.30 on the dot. And if I couldn't train at that time, I'd just be in a shitty mood. I'd be like, anything that would go wrong, I'd be like, ah, see, this is what happens when I don't train at exactly 5.30. I would avoid events. Like friends would ask me to come out for breakfast, ask me to come out for dinner. But I was under the illusion that it was like, I need a clear run. I need no distractions. I need to just live like a bodybuilder or else I'm not going to make progress. And... FYI, that is not the case. I know it might potentially look like it on my stories, but there has been multiple fat loss phases here whilst living in Thailand, living in Indonesia, where I've eaten out three to four times a day and achieved my fat loss goals. So definitely not the case. I would avoid doing things that would add stress to my body because I needed to have the perfect recovery. If friends wanted to like catch up and like go play indoor soccer or you know shoot the basketball or something, and I was just like, nah, I'm, that's going to wreck my leg day. And those things limited my life experiences because I was under this illusion that everything needs to be perfect. I need that clear run. And maybe you've experienced this before, where like maybe you're making great progress, whether it's a muscle growth phase, training's going well, and then you get invited to an event that's like maybe you're going to push it past your bedtime, but it's an amazing event. You know, you're going to go see Carl Barron, comedian, he's the goat, um, or Jimmy Carr, something like that. Dark humor, best humor. And you know it's going to be an amazing experience, but you're just like, nah, I prefer to stay in. And then maybe that's why a lot of people maybe achieve their goals and they kind of just go back because they don't actually enjoy other things whilst they're going through their journey. Now, I'm all for the 300 warrior, go hard, get it done sort of mindset, but I think we always got to think about that long term. We always got to think about is what we're doing sustainable? I know it's not sexy, but doing the process in a sustainable way is what allows you to not be in a rush. It allows you to not have to think like, oh, fuck, when is this going to be over? Because then that just assumes that when you stop, you're just going to go back to all your old previous habits and you're just going to be exactly back where you are. And I've done that multiple times and it's a terrible feeling because you look back on the photos of when you were you know smashing your routine but maybe being a little bit too extreme and then you've just gone all the way back and then you see what you have achieved and then you're like fuck i'm exactly where i was before i got started again so i think it's always good to keep that in mind and that's one of the mindsets that i keep in here where by avoiding just waiting for the perfect time because the thing is, let's say there is a perfect time and you wait for it and this magical perfect time, whatever that is to you, and then you get started. Just by default of starting at that perfect time, assumes when things aren't perfect, you're just going to stop. 
And then how are you supposed to achieve your goals over the long run if everything just needs to be perfect all the time? Because at the end of the day, life does not work that way. I'm sure you picked that up by now. Um, work's going to be, boss is going to be doing your head in. Your partner's going to be, you know, pushing your buttons. Your coach maybe is pushing your buttons. There's going to be a lot going on. Things are going to come out of the blue and there's not going to be a perfect time. There's not going to be a clear run. So if anything, the less perfect the time to start is probably in a way, the perfect time to start. Because if you can stick at it through that starting phase when things are a bit more challenging, things aren't as per- as optimal as you might like them to be, then when things do get a little bit cruisier, it's going to be an absolute walk in the park. And that is going to set you up for long-term success because if you can do it over the long run, you're going to achieve greater progress because physique development, as always, I like to view it as a lifestyle I don't like to view it as like a transformation. And maybe that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to share as much like client transformations. I do have a a decent chunk of clients that have told me they don't want them shared on social media anyways, but I do not want to like see him as a coach. It's like I come to him, I get a, you know, sick transformation and then all right, see you later. Because I like to view things as a lifestyle because that is way more rewarding. You build it as part of your identity and Something I mentioned on my social media the other day, shout out Connor again. I think I shouted him out on another podcast. Um, there you go. There's two shout outs. Um, mentioned like, what's it like being like the best coach or whatever? And I gave a humble response because it definitely is how I feel. And I know I'm not the best coach in the world. Um, but the thing with that is, I'm going to have to pause this because my mind is going all over the place. My- Keeping it real and raw. I think I'm like 40-something podcasts in and still have my blunders, my apologies. So where I was going with that was that one of the things I mentioned to the coaching and one thing that as a coach, if you are a coach, you would have experienced. And if you've gone through any transformation with your physique, you would have experienced like when I was a, a younger rat bag, going down the wrong path, not very happy with myself, didn't really know who I was, was following the crowd, feeling stuck, feeling alone, feeling unhappy with how I looked. That one change with my physique and the discipline that I built to change my physique and the confidence that gave me carried over to so many other areas of my life. Like I would have never quit my roof plumbing job if I didn't build the confidence through my physique transformation. I would have never taken the risk to move overseas and work overseas if I didn't change my physique. I wouldn't have, you know, left previous relationships that weren't going to serve me over the long run if I didn't change my physique. So I was very taken aback by that and I love seeing that with clients, the one change with their physique transforming their entire life. Now, another issue with the mindset of, the perfect time, the clear run, everything just being dialed in, no outside distractions, is that you're doing the one thing that is an absolute lie and it is giving power to outside circumstances to achieve your progress. And this is the one thing that I find most people that do struggle with consistency do exactly this. They blame others, they blame outside circumstances like for example, you go out to a meal and you're going to, you know, your goal is to lose body fat and 
you go to an Italian restaurant and all your friends are getting a you know, starter, a main big pasta and a parma and then a dessert. And then you get that because they get that, even though your goals are very different to theirs. But then you don't take ownership of your decisions and then you blame your friends. And that's what I usually find most people that struggle with consistency do. They give power to outside circumstances, but you need to hone in and remember that you have what it takes. You have the power within you to do these things. You might not have the proof from past experiences, but you are not your past. It's not a life sentence. You can change the narrative. So by stacking the proof, proving to yourself that you have the power within you to make change, regardless of what's thrown your way, and that self-confidence will build, and then you'll just, it'll just this repeat bout effect. And then you're just doing this repeating upwards, 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 and making progress, you know, both physically, mentally, emotionally. And that emotional growth is what really, really transforms things. And then you're less likely to think there's a perfect time. You're less likely to think I need everything to be a clear run for me to make progress. So there's always going to be a bit of resistance at the start. Any new habit, whether that's a habit that moves you closer to where you want to be or a habit that maybe isn't the best habit, there's still going to be a bit of resistance at the start. And by waiting and delaying to start because of that resistance, you're just delaying progress because no matter what, there's still going to be that resistance. A habit takes, you know, the books say all different things, 7, 14, 31, 72 days, whatever. But if you stick at it, eventually it becomes a habit. And eventually it becomes part of your identity and eventually you don't even need to work at it it's just what you do and the less you delay that start the less you delay consistent action the quicker you will get to your goals and the more confidence you'll build and just think about like what i was saying before about how one transformation with your habits your routine your physique can carry over to greater progress you might have a goal to I don't know, quit your job and move to Europe and, and work overseas. And just by not delaying your physique transformation or your fitness journey or whatever it is, you could be in Europe before you know it. So I think that's always something to keep in mind. Like whether you start at the perfect time or not, you'll always face that resistance. Any habit you form will face this resistance at the start. And just by keeping at it, you will progress. And the only way you lose is if you quit. So not letting those outside circumstances stop you not letting the voices in your head saying this isn't for you stop you know you're not like these other people focus on your own journey as always like it's it's you versus you and avoiding letting those outside circumstances slow you down is going to correlate to much greater progress and much greater confidence so like motivation will get you started on this journey for sure like as much as I poo-poo on motivation, it's definitely something that, you know, take ride the wave when motivation is there, but don't rely on it. It's always going to f- be fleeting. It's going to come and go. Like, are you always motivated to brush your teeth? I assume not. I don't think I've ever been motivated to brush my teeth, but we still do it. Have you ever been, mo- are you always motivated to go to work? Probably not. There's probably more days you're less motivated to go to work, but you still do it anyways. So keeping that in mind and that framework of almost treating it like it's a non-negotiable because if we avoid improving our health and our fitness in our younger years of life, assuming based on listeners in the Spotify 
framework data stuff um, around like 25 to 35 years old is my main listener base and maybe if you're on the upper ends you're in that 35 range like you probably notice that either one your training and healthy lifestyle has served you well and maybe you're looking around your friends around you and being like thank fuck i stuck at it and if you're younger you know you want to ensure that you keep that in mind too because it might not seem like much change at first when we're younger but you can see how things do veer very far away and the last thing you want later on in life is to you know get to a position where you need to get into your fitness and health journey out of necessity because you know you've got super high blood pressure you're extremely overweight maybe you got it now like you really don't have a perfect time because you might have kids a wife a mortgage busy job and then now you're really going to have to do it so by front loading the discomfort uh, living a healthy lifestyle and eventually it becomes comfortable that's for sure um, pick your heart sort of thing it's like either feel like crap low energy low sex drive poor strength muscle soreness lack of focus lack of purpose or doing all the things that maybe you might not be super excited about but that does result in the previous mention becoming a reality and your routine is what sets you free here like viewing the perfect time let's say you start and it's not the perfect time perfect that's good and things don't exactly go to plan like my first check-in with any new client that comes on it's always I 9.9 times out of 10 I'll mention like look the first week I'm not even considering making any adjustments to your plan the main thing is discovering where your obstacles are and then we're going to work around them so then we set a goal for this week to overcome this obstacle and then we mainly focus on the consistency to the plan and then worry about the outcomes later and routine is usually the adjustments we make so I had a client today very busy real estate agent who was struggling to get his sessions in in the afternoon because things would pop up things would get in the way I mentioned to him and he he said it as well where we're like okay probably best to just train in the morning and I usually nine times out of ten big reason why I say morning sessions are better is that because then once the session's done it's done you've ticked that box and you can go about your day things can get in the way and you're good and that's what I do with my steps like I usually or every day usually every day I'll wake up in the morning and I'll go for a big like 45 to 60 minute walk so I can get ahead of my steps so when I'm working throughout the day I'm not thinking oh shit I've got so many steps got to do I'll do it eventually make it real make it part of your routine um, nutrition as always like planning ahead your nutrition so you've got clarity there so those are some routine things that can help you overcome the clear run fallacy because then if things don't exactly go to plan you've got your meals ready to go doesn't matter things don't exactly go to plan at work be trained in the morning you're good to go so those are some things that i like to keep in mind where managing clear run is in your control you create the clear run the clear run isn't just there for you your mindset your growth mindset and ability to learn from opportunities is what creates that clear run and like there's always a, the perspective of like two people can experience the exact same thing but see it very differently i think i forgot who it was i think it might be ed Milet. he's a really good podcaster and forgive me ed he definitely won't be listening to this but um 
if I get this wrong and as someone else, my apologies, but basically like alcoholic father, this guy had a brother, the brother became an alcoholic, the other guy, maybe it was Ed, maybe it was not, never drank. So you can see how like two people can experience the same thing, but have vastly different perspectives and life changes because of that. So viewing the obstacles as a opportunity to grow, having self-compassion that imperfection is part of the journey. You're not going to have things perfect. We are only human. Life is random. Things will happen and not going into the fuck it mindset when things go wrong and just like throwing everything out. Because like I mentioned before, like if we want to achieve our goals, long-term is the play. And if we just give up anytime things you know, get a little bit inconvenient, we're just going to spend our whole life and I'm sure you know people like this that just are constantly on a new diet, constantly on a new crazy training thing, 75 hard, fasting for three days because Dana White put it on his story, um, you know, keto, whatever. Um, and you can see like the shiny objects and then they're constantly in this just resistance phase, not breaking through it, facing an obstacle, stop, start again, rinse, repeat. But you're going to be different. You're going to not wait for the perfect time. You're going to take action regardless. You're going to take consistent action. You're going to create that clear run and you're going to believe in yourself and you're going to deploy self-compassion when things don't exactly go to plan and realize imperfection is part of the journey. So I hope today has provided some cool insights here, hopefully. Hopefully this has struck a chord. Um, some book recommendations, like I mentioned the ones before. Man's Search for Meaning and The Happiest Man on Earth. Another one that came to mind is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck. There's some great reads on all the topics that we've spoken about here. And any book on stoicism, which is probably the best philosophy for helping with change. So anything by Marcus Aurelius, highly recommend. But it has been a pleasure getting into today's first podcast of 2024. Um, so to close out some of the key points from today's podcast, waiting for the perfect time just delays progress and keeps you feeling stuck. Embrace challenges. Your fitness journey will always have its ups and downs. It's all part of the journey. Use the power of positive emotions, stacking proof of your capabilities to drive consistent action, which results in consistent positive change. Stay resilient, keeping the long-term in mind and realizing imperfection is going to happen regardless of what level you're at. So appreciate you tuning in. If there's any other podcast topics you would like me to cover in future, please just let me know. If you would like to reach out to let me know of your feedback on this podcast, it's at rick.nolimits on Instagram. I personally don't use Facebook or anything else, but I uh, appreciate listening in. Thank you very much for listening into today's topic and I'll speak to you very soon.